What is up, Intuitive Sheepdogs? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. As always, excited to be here with you. Today is the second episode in this mini-series called Dear Chief. This um, podcast mini-series has been created because I'm trying to bridge the gap between boots on the road and the administration. I think there's a lot of things that need to be said, a lot of questions we need to ask um, so that we can all get on the same page. And so, um, of course, this podcast uh, was created from, you know, a patrol officer's perspective, i.e. mine. And so the series is all about asking the chief questions. And so today the question is, is, dear chief, have you just become another politician? Um, So before we dive in, quick shout out to our sponsor at The Badge Life. Hit them up on YouTube. I was going to, I was going to say YouTube. I think they have YouTube, but hit them up on Instagram, hit them up on Facebook, go on their uh, website, check them out, thebadgelife.com. Um, they're getting on to TikTok. They're really an innovative brand. They're cool. And guess what? If you use the code sheepdog, you get free shipping. Fuck yeah. So go check them out. Um, all right. So let's dive in. So dear chief, have you become just another, another politician? So the biggest, I have to, I'm just going to be honest. I know that when you become the head of a department, it becomes very political. I actually sat down with some um, very high ups with a um, police department and they were telling me how they would have to go to legislature and how political it really, really is. And it blew my mind. It blew my mind. I mean, and these aren't even the number ones of the, you know, of the department. I mean, these, they were lieutenants and they were, you know, they were having to go to the legislature and fight this law and that law and all these things. And that's, that's political, you know? Um, and that's obviously a lot of stress. So let's take it back for a moment. And, and again, like I'm, I just want you guys to know, like, I'm just trying to bridge the gap for all of us here, because I know as a, like a patrol officer, I totally, in like, I would get so mad and be like, they totally don't have my back. Like they have no fucking idea what we're doing anymore. And I'm going to be honest for the 99% of the chiefs out there, they really don't know what we do. They have no idea. Policing has changed so much within the last 10 years. I mean, and a lot of them have been off the road 15, 20, 25 years to get to where they're going. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't have a clue anymore. And, and like, that's, that's the truth. So, you know, obviously there's going to be a ton of resentment, right? There is, there's just a lot of resentment because the boots on the ground, they do not feel valued. They do not feel, um, you know, supported, cared about, um, understood. And if that, if they're feeling like that about their administration, well, let me tell you something. They are totally going to have a ton of animosity towards the public as well. I mean, that's a given. Of course, you know, of course they are. They are going to be so upset with, you know, everything. And and then they're going to bring that home. And then it's going to, it's going to affect their family life and their personal relationships. I mean, it's going to go all the way around. And so my idea is, you know, we, we need to understand each other. And so like chief, you need to understand that you've been off the road. Just own that. Just own it. Yeah. You've been off the road. You have no idea. So why don't you, 
you know, why don't you spend some time with your patrol officers, not their sergeants, spend some time with your officers and get to know what they're really doing and what life is really like on the road. And so you can have a better understanding of what you're dealing with when you're up, you know, dealing with the politicians, when you're up dealing and being political, you can at least have a very informed firsthand knowledge of what the hell is going on. Because many times we don't, you know? Um, And I think, you know, I think one thing we have to take into consideration on both sides is like, that's, you know, we're cops. We're just cops. Okay. We are cops and cops get promoted up through the ranks. And, you know, while now I would say that you could consider our jobs professions, you know, we have very educated and experienced people coming into our line of work. And, you know, it it is much more like a profession now than it has ever been. Um, At the end of the day, cops are cops and we're, and we're common sense driven. We are fighting, you know, for our lives in every situation and every day. And we are problem solvers. We are direct. We are straight to the point. We're not going to take any shit. We have a very hard time biting our tongues. We tend to be more type A than type B. And so, when you when we start getting promoted and up into these ranks of you know where we're going you know um you know chief deputy chief you know uh, major light colonel etc you know we kind of lose that copiness a little bit and we step into the more of a politician's seat right because you're trying to run this department, but like you're fighting a lot of shit. I mean, at the end of the day, you are, you're fighting a lot of stuff, like, you know, cities and towns and States, like, you know, and they want to take your money. They want to take all of your money. They want to cut your positions. They want to do all these things. And so like, you're, you're no longer fighting crime that way. You're fighting the laws (laughs) kind of like, right. Like that's kind of what you're doing. But at the end of the day, you know, they're still cops. Like our, our chiefs are still cops. And so they, I'm imagining, and I have no idea, but I'm imagining they're finding the political game to be extremely stressful. And so they, but they, you know, by the end of the day, like, I just want to underline this, like, they're still cops. And so they're not, they're used to fighting the bad guys and fighting crime and, and doing things like that. But so now they're not doing that. They have to watch their tongue. They have to say things just right. They have to, present ideas and materials a certain way, right? Where, yeah, we had to present the idea of, you know, whether this person did it or not in a certain way and present the idea of going to jail and make it fucking nice. Like, yeah, we've had to do that as cops, right? (laughs) But we never really presented ideas of, you know, we need more people, we need more money, don't cut our budget, um, this law, that law, you know, whatever this policy, that policy, like, yeah, we never really had to do that. And so like, I'm imagining that their stress levels are extremely high. And obviously, so here's the thing and here's where the culture needs to shift. Okay. I'm not asking for chiefs anywhere to be big babies. It's not what I'm saying, but I am saying that like, there could be, you could change your culture in your police department fucking immediately by going down and just having real conversations and being a human. I just think that we've really lost our human, our humaning, we've lost who we are. And I don't think that, and like, I'm not shitting on it, although I don't, I don't love the humanizing the badge movement because I believe that the humanizing the badge needs to come from within the department. I think that humanizing the badge should start from the top 
and then go down. And that should start by the chief having sitting down and briefing, sitting down and roll call with their guys and being like, yo, look, I'm fucking stressed. And I, here, here's why I'm going to tell you why I've got to deal with this, 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 and this. And it's stressful. I just want you to know. And uh, there's a lot of days I wish I was just out doing what you guys are doing, you know, and stuff like that. <clears throat> it was easier. And then that would open the doorway for chief. Yeah, we appreciate that. But the job really is not what it was you know, 15 years ago when you were on the road, we wish we were patrolling back then too. Okay, really? Let's talk about it. Tell me about it. Well, we're dealing with these pressures. We're dealing with this, 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 and this. And like, how would you like if you were on video camera all the time and people were only catching glimpses of what you were doing? And how would you like it if, you know, every time you talk to an individual, it doesn't matter, you know, what their race was, they're throwing the race card at you. And like, you feel bad because you, you don't, you're not trying to do that. But so many you know, there's been a lot of cops that have come before you that have fucking ruined it, you know? And so we're over here mending our fucking relations and we're doing all these things, you know, and, and it's hard, it's hard. And, and the communities hate us and that people really think we're out to jam them up and, you know, like, <clears throat> and different things like that's, that's what it's, that's what it's like. And, you know, I think, I think that, those really, those conversations need to happen. So dear chief, do that, you know, come down and show us that you're human, show us that you're real and show us that you haven't become another politician. Show us that you're still that police officer that, you know, we want or expect or hope that you are. I, I think again, you know, we're getting, we're getting, we have gotten to a time where the police departments are completely, just completely split. 100% just split, you know, the top and the bottom just split. And and I can tell you that, um, from the old police department I used to work at the the split was just ridiculous. Like it, we felt like the patrol officers totally felt like they were on their own. And then they had the corporals and sergeants completely felt like they were on their own. And then like the administration. So that was, they didn't have any lieutenants at the time. It was just, um, I went from sergeant to deputy chief. That was two of them. Um, and, and they, and them and the chief, like they were, they were doing their thing. And like, so, you know, just completely separate, complete, you know, just absolutely like no team feeling, no, you know, nothing like that. And I, I you know, I just, it did not warrant for a good you know, culture for a good, um, atmosphere, um, a good work atmosphere. It just, it just really wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a good spot. So, you know, the reason, the reason I'm bringing these things up is like chief, like, are you just a politician? I probably am going to guess that you aren't on the inside and on the inside that you, you really do believe that you're doing these things for the police department and, and all of these things, but you've got to show your people, you have got to show your guys that you're doing, that you're still a cop. And so the way that you do that is you, you come down and you talk with us and you, and you have real conversations, real, I mean, real. I think that, I think that the number one thing that is killing our culture and law enforcement is the fact that we're not, nobody is real anymore. And 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 go it goes to show with all these videos, these funny videos, which listen, they have a place and they have a point, and I'm not shitting on them entirely. <laughs> I mean, I like to make funny stuff too. I, hey, listen, I just discovered TikTok. I'm all about it. So don't get all triggered by that. But also understand that if that's all you do, because 
you know, and, and all you do is bust people's balls. Like, look, I can tell you that's all a lot of cops know how to do. Like my husband, I'll give you an example. He'll go and he'll spend like, he does like, um, he has a thousand different specialties. <laughs> no, he's got two, but it feels like a thousand. And so he's gone all the time. Like he, he does these things. And so like when he does overnights and he'll go on like week long trainings and shit, when he comes back, he is nothing but sarcastic and he doesn't mean anything by it, but that's the culture. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I don't give a shit about your sarcasm. I'm done with your bullshit fucking jokes, you know? <laughs> um, and, and, but that's the culture. Like I just remember sitting down and like trying to have like, trying to just have like normal conversations with the officers and trying to connect. And they would, they couldn't, they couldn't, it was a barrier. It was a wall. They would bust my balls. Like they would just, you know, tease me and pick on me and be sarcastic. And I'm like, dude, like you are so fucked. Like you can't even have a relationship. Like you can't have a conversation. And again, like that starts in my opinion from the top down, we need to start modeling what that looks like. If we're going to change the culture, we're going to, you know, and, and again, that a politician looks pretty fake, except, you know, our president, he doesn't look fake at all, but what's everybody say about him? He's not a, he's not a politician. Why? Cause he's not fake. <laughs> he's real. When he has an emotion, he's going to show it to you. When he thinks something, he's going to tell it to you. And you know, you, you, the, he wears his emotions right on his sleeve. That's kind of how it seems. I don't know, but that's real. Whether you like him or not, that's not the question, but he's showing us that he's real. And I, I have to say that, you know, chief, if you could just listen to what I'm saying, you know, and just understand that, yeah, that's what we need to see more of. Your boots on the road need to see more realness. And then that's going to trickle down and they're going to be able to be real. And they're going to actually be able to deal and cope with their fucking emotions. And you are going to have a lot less issues, a lot less pissed off cops and a lot more productivity. And then from there, you're going to be able to bridge the gap between community and the police officers. You're going to be able to bridge it. These bridging initiatives and humanizing the badge initiatives need to start in within the police department and then trickle out um, to the communities and you're going to see a big difference, but not until. Sheepdogs, it's been a really fun second little uh, episode on the miniseries. Stay tuned. I got some surprises, got some more stuff. I'm excited for the next one. The next one is, dear chief, the conditions I work in suck. I'll see you next time, sheepdogs.